When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When's the last, have you ever watched horror film before? That's really scared me or anything. Or you just never. No, ones that make you jump. Not into. No, I'm not into that. Blair Witch was uh, pretty good because I was like 14 or something. Time. I don't. I took. But them. then it, when I say pretty good, it were, I, it's, it's I, an interesting concept, wasn't it? Yeah, like the whole camcorder thing. Because I remember going to cinema to see that because everyone was raving about it while I was drunk. I don't. I don't like it. But no. I've tried to give a few a go. I watched a decent one called it's, It Follows well, the other like day. That was all right. Amityville Horror and all. I'm They're like, just, just nonsense, just aren't they? Can't be asked. And then there's... Um, I can hear the music. Yeah. I know how editing works. Yeah. When yeah. the music's doing that, it's about to go bah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Obvious. But... Um, Fucking obvious. When I was young as well, I watched The Exorcist. That was quite... A little bit it's scary. shit. But when you, watch it, I know, when you watch it again when you're an adult, it's like, what's a lot about? Yeah, there isn't, it's just... What was the budget for the CGI? About four quid. I know, it's, it's done in it, horror films. Yeah. And even though some of them make loads of money, though, wasn't it? Paranormal Activity is like the most successful film ever. And don't you not see anything? No, it's just nothing goes on. It's really weird, isn't it? Um, Daniel, Daniel Shepard's in the chat. All right, lads, watch the part two of the Vidic interview. Reckon you could do what Fergie asked Rio name all the 39 centre-forwards he managed in his time at United. Feel like you'll smash it. Uh, we did it. Oh, I did it on my stream, but I think there's more, personally, I think there's more to it. There's more than 39? Yeah, because is it just the ones who was internationals? Because to be honest, most of them were internationals. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, I reckon I could name a few. What else, Kim? How's it going, Dad? You all right? Not too bad, Jay, how are you? Yeah, have you been on this channel before? Been on the channel once or twice. Yeah, it's been a while, isn't it? If you don't know, this is Dale O'Donnell from Straight News. He's joined us. Um, Dale, what's your favourite horror film? Do you have one? I don't and have do they scare not you? Not really, no. No. I think um, paranormal stuff bores me. Yeah. I just think all that kind of, as Jay said, the music kind of giving it away. Um, the Grudge. Yeah. That, that's one that jumps out because as a kid, the voice used to terrify me. This little sound it makes. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean about annoying voices terrifying you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Thirty-nine strikers. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven strikers on the Fergie, and you've done it. You did it. You can crack it out that easy. Really? Yeah. Right, well. Is is the bounty hunter with um, <laughs> with uh, what's his name? Jennifer Aniston and Gerard Butler. Is that a horror film? It fucking it, scared me. It, <laughs> That, you know, some films, you just see the, the, the poster for. You don't even need to see the trailer. You'll see the poster and you'll go, that is shit. That is yeah. 100% fucking rubbish. See, I know the commenters are here going, Steve's going to say any film in Nick Cage, isn't it? No. Some films are good despite him. Face-offs are, isn't it? By all right. There's some fucking big holes in that plot. Right, okay. Yeah. No, no there is. Like, he's the biggest criminal in the world. He's in a coma. In his hospital bed. Should we put cuffs on him? No. We don't need to. He's in a coma. 
But what about if he wakes up? Well, he won't, no, will he? <laughs> <laughs> why it's would so you many not? Holes. Like, why it's would so you? Many. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take your face off and shit, put it on his. Bro. Like that. No scars. Got, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we've got this thing as well that you can change your voice on. That's handy. Uh, so whilst working on the face thing, you also do voices. Good stuff. Um, yeah. What about The Rock? Great film. The Rock's good. Yeah. Not because of him, though. No, no. Because, because there's some Sean serious Connor. overacting in that fucking thing, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So oh, um, that's got the scene in it that you ate on it. Go on. It. You've seen it, right? The Rock? Yeah, yeah. So he's had a bad day at work, right? There's a chemical agent nearly fucking killed half of the city. And he's not blasted a text. Now, I, it's about 97 this film came out, so maybe mobile phones aren't as ubiquitous as they are now. Nice. But you might have phoned your missus. Yeah, or at least he's gone home and played the guitar. For starters, you're going pub, right? Yeah. Whether you drink or not, you're having a beer. Right, okay, yeah. So he's gone home and he's he's sitting like a prick anyway, because yeah. he's like across the chair like that yeah. with a guitar. And she's like, how was your day? And he's like, oh, yeah, it was great. Just chats a load of absolute macker yeah. to, to tell the yarn about yeah, nearly had this fucking chemical agent like destroy after city. How was your day? Like, yeah, yeah, nah, I hear. You. How about fuck off, mate? That's that's no. But like, I like that film. Sean Connery is very good. In that Sean film. Connery's sensational. Yeah, and but the overacting of the American also soldiers as well. is annoying as well. Okay, I get that. But also, <clears> he's this. They needed to take him into Alcatraz because he's this bomb disposal expert, right? And only he can dispose of these bombs. And disposing his bombs entails twisting, opening them, taking out a chip, and destroying it. Like, that's it. That's what a, he does. Could have done that's, a PowerPoint on that, couldn't you? Yeah. Like, there's no Listen, intricacies or science involved. It's like an eight-year-old could do it. Navy SEAL lads, I know you're probably one of the most elite fighting forces that the world has ever seen, and you've gone through fucking hours and hours of selection and training, and you're, you're technically proficient in tons and tons of things. But I don't think any of you have got it in you to do a bit of twisting, lifting, no, and pulling a no, SIM card no, out. No, you need to take the expert So you've got to take this guy... Uh, who's going to shit himself yeah. as soon as it goes off. But this guy's been on a course, so he knows how to do it. Yeah. It's like the fucking... It's like Come on, man! That's Armageddon tackling it. Have you seen that? Have you seen um, Ben Affleck says to... Who directed it? Michael Bay. He says at some point to Michael Bay, doesn't he? Why would they like... Have you seen the, the DVD commentary of Ben Affleck? No, no. It's genius, right? Because Ben... Because he basically says seen to him, no, no. Tells him to fuck off. Yeah. He says... <laughs> like, the premise of Armageddon is... They've got a there's a, a meteorite coming for Earth. They want to drill a hole in the meteorite and put a, a nuclear warhead in the hole and blow up the meteorite. So they, they bring in the best drillers in the world to fly them to the meteorite. And the obvious flaw in that plan is rather than spending, they've only got three weeks as well, three weeks trying to train oil drillers to be astronauts, why not just train astronauts to be oil drillers? Because surely that's easier. And that's like a massive plot hole they've got. And um, <clears throat> Ben Affleck, as you say, says this to Michael Bay. He says, like, Michael, this is nonsense. Like, why, did, why would NASA just train astronauts? And Michael Bay tells him to fuck off. There he goes, fuck off. <laughs> that's, that's why. Fuck off. <laughs> but he does the DVD commentary, Ben Affleck. And the thing with the DVD commentary is you might be selling the film. And he's just laying into it. He's like, oh, they can't, they can't, they don't know how to do it. And only Bill, Bruce Willis can do it because he's a good old boy and he knows what he's doing. He's just like laying into it. It's fucking mint. Um, yeah, so that's a. That's well, a do what? Is it entertaining? Yeah, job done. Yeah, it is though, isn't it? Yeah. The only thing I didn't like about that film was that Aerosmith song. I don't know. Good song, man. No, man. It was on everywhere. It's all the time. I don't want to miss a thing and all that. No, I didn't like it, man. I thought it was a bit fucking shy. You into that? <laughs> Disappointment. 
Um, Cosmic says, The Rock is better when you think of it as James Bond coming out of retirement. <laughs> I like that. Hey. He's in all that, isn't he? Um, Jed's Dead Baby says, Note about pens last week. Players don't actually pick which end. The ref does. He decides heads for one end, tails for the other. Saw it at the World Cup. Because there was some discussion, weren't there? I think, did we have it about... Go first, go second, and which yeah. end? Yeah. So the ref picks the end, <clears throat> depending on which way it goes, and then you pick first or second. Um, yeah, all right. I hate to do this so early in the show. What am I allowed to? Talking about football. Just a little bit. You're only 10 minutes in. No. No. All right, fair enough. Um, what about Bruce Willis? You don't like Nick Cage, do you like Bruce Willis? You shouldn't. What, right. Because they're two sides of the same coin, aren't they, really? No, 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 I'm not. <clears throat> do you think? Bruce Willis, like, Nick Cage does all the overacting, you know, throwing his arms about, screaming and all that. And Bruce Willis does nonsense. it in a more palatable way. He's a yeah. better actor. Yeah. 100%. I don't think Bruce it's Willis... It's at the moment as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, apparently. Because I can... Like, he, Bruce Willis has made all these films right in the last two years. Like, he's made about 20. But apparently his agent's been piling him into films because he's got some sort of dementia. So it's like, literally, let's make as many films as we can whilst you can still talk and read scripts. And uh, But he's not been well. And, like, I've seen an interview with one of his co-stars. Oh, it's just said, working with Death then. Yeah, what that's what it is. What ideas that? Like, there was one of the co-stars who said she had a bit of a row with the director saying he's not well enough to be on this film. He doesn't know where he is. But, but they were like, you know, let's just milk the cash cow. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's clearly the agent's idea. Yeah. So, and Bruce Willis, and I'm not taking a piss here, but wasn't well enough to argue. And the agent's like, I've, look, I've got Bruce Willis and fucking Gilbert Gottfried. Bruce, yeah. I'll read it for you. Yeah, Come exactly. On, Do you know what I mean? Keys. Um, well, I'll, I'll go. It's like Val Kilmer as well. He's been doing films with no voice, hasn't he? So the whole thing with the Top Gun thing... It's true. ...was like... They've worked this around. Yeah, because so Val Kilmer's... Well, well have, you, have you seen the documentary on him? I think it's just called Val. Um, oh, he's Robert had his voice Williams. box or his larynx, whatever, removed. He's got cancer. <clears throat> so he has this thing where he presses his button and he can sort of semi-communicate. Um, and on the, in the documentary, his son does like the talking. He reads from his diaries and stuff. And he's, Val Kilmer's in it, but he can't talk. So in Top Gun, he's got this thing where he's, he's typing in it to talk, but that's real, he can't, he literally can't speak. But there's like, you know, you go on like Netflix or whatever, or Sky movies, there's loads of films of Val Kilman where he's got They fucking kill him in Top Gun, I know. I bet I know. he was well happy doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Not only am I actually having my illness that I've actually got, but you're also gonna have me dying from it. Yeah, that's nice one, cheers for that. Right. <laughs> the and they're going, well, it could happen. Yeah, the script says, there's no way he survives this. If he's got this, <laughs> if he's got this, he's dead. So that's that then. Fucking hell. Are you that like, was a good conversation. Yeah. Got an idea. Yeah. So, <laughs> Top Gun 2, you're in uh, it. There's good news, sort of. bad news is. <laughs> bad news is you've got, you know, inoperable cancer. The good news is we're going to put it in the script. I'm like, there you go. I'm like, hang on a minute. How's that okay? Jesus. But he, he went for <clears> it, didn't he? He did it. Banger of a film. Doing the films, sequels to films that were mega so long ago, and revisiting them with as much as possible of the same cast is mint because there's a genuine nostalgia to them. Yeah, yeah. That they, like most films have to like, start 20, 30 minutes of here's why you should give a fuck about this character. Yeah. yeah. But if you've already watched it all already. Yeah. Like, next one up, Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Let's do it. Do you like that film? It's a top film. Yeah, yeah. You could do it so much better now, by the way. Because that is so low budget. Yeah. It's mad because it's an Arnie film, Arnie film, and they've got no money. Have you seen the Running Man? 
And rubbish at movies. Right. You've rubbish not seen The Running movies, Man? No. The best bit in The Running Man is where they're in the prison and he's got his laptop, the guy, the prison guard, and he turns the, the, the sort of the walls, the, the electric walls on and off. And they just look over his shoulder and get the code. And that's how they escape. Well, that could happen. Yeah, I mean, it could. <clears throat> yeah, no, I like, The Running Man, it is, it is a decent film. Because there's all the, all the different baddies like that. Like Buzzsaw and uh, Sub-Zero and all that. It's good. Yeah, but they could do that with mega budget, couldn't they? I could see Chris Pratt doing that. That's a shout out. Because they've remade loads of Arnie films, haven't they? Mm. They remade, um, what's the one where he goes to Mars? Fucking hell. Total Recall. They re remade that. That was good. Just uh, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, exactly. Colin Farrell. Um, so, yeah, you know, get it done. Um, violent action films are the best, says Jamie Stanley. Uh, Darmic Nalik says Kindergarten Cop should be remade with the same cast. <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, there's fucking no good films coming out at the moment. And there's a whole thing of like stuff's going straight to streaming services, which yeah. on one hand's pretty good if you've got those streaming services, but it seems to have stopped. The only big budget films that are happening at the moment are all Marvel. Yeah. That's it. But we've seen, like, they've brought out on streaming as well, um, like a series called Citadel. It's cost 300 million quid. And everyone's saying it's shite and it looks <laughs> low budget. Like, how can you spend 300 million quid on telly and it not look... Was Boris Johnson involved? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He was doing the books for him. <laughs> but, but you're like, Marvel's like off the scale, in it? And then like, don't get me wrong, now and again you'll get a really good film on like Netflix, whatever, I'm not saying it's like... It's, it's just been, hasn't been any good films for a few years. Think about, was it 1999 where you had like The Matrix and Fight Club and fucking loads yeah, yeah, of like yeah. mega, mega films coming out, like yeah. proper cultural shifting films. That's something to do with cinema though and the popularity of that yeah, with probably. these streaming services. Have you seen... Um, That's what I mean, like streaming services of kind of people can't be asked spending because they're yeah. not going to get the, the have, money of it. Have you seen everything everywhere all at once? No. That's good. How oh, can I see everything all at once, Jay? Nice, um, good point. Um, <coughs> but that won all the Oscars, didn't it? It won all the Oscars. And it's that's true, a yeah. decent film. I watched that the other week. That's like on some streaming service, so you can watch that straight away. Um, but I'm trying to think, I've not, I've, like, the only times I go to the cinema I'll take the kids, and it's usually just garbage. But even Pixar's not really been, like, fucking laying them, has yeah. it? Last yep. film I seen at the cinema won an Oscar actually, The Whale. That's really Oh, is that any good? That's really, Brendan um, really Fraser. Fantastic movie. Quite dark, but sorry, someone's just drilling through the ceiling. Um whenever I think of Pixar, I think of that thing. Was it was it Toy Story Three they nearly lost? I remember they deleted it by accident. Oh, can you imagine? How long have we been working on this? Four years. <laughs> 94 of us they deleted the whole film by accident and didn't have a backup but fortunately one of the editors because they've got about 50 editors that were working, was working on it had taken it home and we're writing this part soon because yeah. no doubt you'll know all the full ins and outs yeah, yeah. yeah had taken it home to do some editing at home so, so they had a copy of it yeah. and like, by accident they shouldn't have done but they did and if they hadn't of then it would have been 200 million quid down the swanee because there was nothing she's they could do. Thank you. She's pregnant, so she worked at home, took it home to do a bit of extra work at home um, and save the day. Because can you imagine having to say that to the execs and that? How's the film coming? The what? The film. Yeah, we're, we're going to start any, any day now. Yeah, we're going to start. start. Well, you've, been film, well, you've been making it for the last two years. What are you about? It's all about the prep. Yeah, the prep. Got <laughs> we, some we've had a practice run yeah. and then we're going to start. Yeah, we just need some more budget. <laughs> you've <laughs> already spent 200 million quid. Three or four years. Yeah, we just need another four years and another 200 million quid. 
<laughs> and is there any chance you can get Tom Hanks back in the studio? <laughs> <laughs> there was a bit of an issue with his audio that we didn't realise. <laughs> it's like, what is going what on here? Issue? Uh, we didn't record it, we delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that conversation. You would be shitting it, wouldn't you? I mean, we've all done... I'm sorry, I'm getting shouted at here by what the producers. What are you sure? Maggot. What are you giggling about over there, anyway? Hey. You. Go on. Baldy. <laughs> 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 he said, you, Baldy. Hey, after making your mum jokes a minute ago as well, the absolute... I don't know, highbrow comedian over there. Um, anyway, Springer Sprung and our friends at Manscaped, uh, the leaders in Below the Waist Grooming have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants. Trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers. Look at your, look your best this spring even and join the other 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped trademarks. Jay, it went from 2 million to 7 to 8. Like in, that. In, but like... <laughs> Hmm. That says a lot, that, doesn't it? I want to see the counting. What, 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 what do you mean? I want to see the counting. I trust it. I'm one of the 8 million men that trust Manscaped. <laughs> well, and if you use the code Housen, which that is, you know, is a good philosophy in life in general, you get 20% off and... Try just go on any random website. Free shipping. See, see what happens. Yeah, uh, manscaped.com. <clears throat> because they're here to change the way all you fellas can take care of ourselves or can take care of themselves um, and groom with the performance package 4.0. For that, yeah, you get the lawnmower 4.0, you get the weed whacker, ear and nose trimmer, yeah, you get the crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, the performance boxer briefs, yeah, with anti chafing technology. Who? If Joe was here, be saying, how is your anti chafing? And I'd be saying she's on tablets. Uh, and the travel bag, yeah? <laughs> to keep it all in. You've got the skin safe technology. Yeah, that's all you need. You get all that. So if you purchase, you'll receive the two free gifts of performance boxer briefs and the shed travel bag. All you've got to do is use the code Housen because come on, spring egg, get a bit, you know, warm. So you want down there to smell and look the part, don't you? Jay, I can't wait for it to get warm. Yeah. Because all of you know, it's been bastard freezing. Exactly. <clears throat> and when you're walking around in your speedos, you want down there yeah. to look trim sometimes you get a good warm april don't you yeah you do not this one no mate the weather's eating on. absolutely terrible yeah um anyway <coughs> use the code housen it's 20 percent off and free shipping for all that for that you get everything i've just mentioned performance package 4.0 with the crop uh, toner preserver shed travel bag boxer briefs all that good stuff the weed whacker go and check it out there's a link in the description your balls will thank you this spring um aditya galton who's been a member of the Academy for 28 months, makes a great point here. John Wick is four is all right. Loads of guns. Also, lads, did you hear Ragnick talking about Spurs, Nagelman, Nagelsman, sorry, and a sporting director they need? John Wick, do you like that film? Do you like that I've never films? seen John Wick, actually. I believe the premise is someone hurts his dog and he goes on a rampage and kills everyone. Is it something you can sort of get yeah, I can relate, to, relate to that? You I think, yeah, I can, I can understand that. That, you know. Don't even need to work the dog. Yeah, just look at it for me. <laughs> What do you think yeah. of him? Yeah. What's that? Um, yeah, I've seen, I think, one and two. And they were all right. Have you seen the John Wick films? you like them? No. No? I haven't seen them. <clears throat> I like Keanu Reeves. I think he's all right. I could let you down with so many great films. Have you seen that? No. Yeah? Yeah. Are you like Michael Owen? Is it Michael Owen yeah. that said he's never but seen But more interesting. Never seen, no, a, you are, more in never seen a film or read a book. Yeah. Like, what's all that about? Watch his daughter get finger blasted on telly. <laughs> He hasn't seen that, or he has? I don't know. All right, okay. Um, Wasn't he, like, live-tweeting it or something? 
what the well I've not seen that about particular it. episode. Sort of getting finger blasted <laughs> on telly. I don't I miss them <clears> tweets. Usually his tweets are dead bays. That would have been an interesting one for him for for once. I know he works for you, mate, but what's he doing on BT McLowin? He's just bays, man. Have you ever watched it? I was I was a man. <laughs> played for so many random ass clubs. How'd you go from Real Madrid to Stoke, for starters? But, well, with a Ballon d'Or in your hand luggage. Mate, that Ballon d'Or wants revoking. Like, how did he... 16 league goals for a Ballon d'Or. How'd you get a Ballon d'Or when you're in? He didn't even do anything that good. Do you know what I mean? It was a Scouse plastic trouble, wasn't it? It was. Like, oh, we'll get, we've not had a Liverpool player win it for a while. Give it one of them. Imagine if United had complete, completed the, the Mickey Mouse treble this year. Yeah. And Rashford would have won a Ballon d'Or on the back yeah. of it. Well, that would be the same. It would have been the same. Because there's players all over the game scoring scored, like, lot, more a lot more goals than him. And uh, he won the Ballon d'Or. I think it was 24 all comps. So Marcus is well ahead of that. Yeah. It's so annoying that. Especially when you think of how hard it is to win <clears> one. And the players that have missed out. <clears> and then like saying, look, was it, when was it he won it? 2001. 2001. Right. So 2001. Yeah. 24 goals in 46 games. 16. Good, good memory, you. 16 in the Premier League and he won the UEFA Cup the FA Cup and the League Cup <laughs> right nice one there's a Ballon d'Or yeah meanwhile awesome. United have just done three fucking Premier Leagues on the bounce Roy Keane's probably hit a peak that no midfielder's ever hit in the Premier League yeah across those three years and what do you know who came second to him uh 2001 is it Dan? Nope. Dale. Give me the country. If I give you the country, you'll probably get it. R9. Close. He's Spanish. Ralph? Yeah. Do you know who came third? Mm. 2001. I want to say... It's a bit of a... Give me the country. Germany. I, what, I was thinking it was a German. Yeah. It's not closer, is it? No. Germany. If I give you another clue, you'll get it. Genuinely not sure. He's a goalkeeper. Oliver Kahn. Yeah, Kahn. Came third twice. Came third in uh, 2001 and 2002. But yeah, Michael Owen winning it. He's mad that more United players aren't winning it. There's only Ronnie since the Holy Trinity, isn't there? Can't be many Italians where the top three have been a goalkeeper involved. No. There's, no, <clears throat> right, there's not. And yeah, you look at it and then it's just obviously getting to the... Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi era where they prior to that, shaved, uh, exchanged it every year. Prior to that era, there was a bit of an over-egging of Barcelona and Real Madrid-based players getting it for doing relatively nothing um, yeah. in Europe. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you play for Barcelona or Real Madrid and you're in the Champions League, one of us is getting the Ballon d'Or. That's almost a guarantee. If you win the Ballon, if you win a Champions League, probably a domestic treble, and you play for Ajax, AC. Who won it in 95? In 95, George Weir. AC Milan? Yes. Yeah. Was it 95 or was it 96 that Ajax won everything? Uh, I, th I think it was 95, yeah, I think you're right. Um, so they had Yara Lippmann and who came third? Yeah, because when did they, let's have a look. Because Ajax, was that with Louis van Gaal? Yeah, domestic treble, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. League well, Cup well, and Champions League. Yeah, yeah, League the, the, the treble, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 94, yeah. um, yeah, <coughs> So, yeah. So, they've done a treble. Yeah. George Weir gets it. I'll <laughs> click on George Weir, how many goals did he get? Because in Italy in the 90s, he probably got about, I'm going to guess, at 17, no, 
19 league goals. I, I was this, what did I say there? 94, 95? Yeah, 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 95. This doesn't even make any bloody sense. In 95, he got... PSG. Is it PSG? Guess how many goals he got? Can you say? I, I saw it. Oh, he saw, Dale, guess how many goals he got for PSG in the league that season? Ballon d'Or winner over a guy that's won a treble, by the way. Yeah. So think about that. And you're in the, what people... <clears throat> some people would call the Farmers League. Okay. 23. No. no. Lower. 16. Lower. Nine. <laughs> Lower. Five. Higher. You got seven. You got seven league goals in 34 games. Yeah. Ballon d'Or. And he Bosch. won the Ballon d'Or. How? What's all that about? <laughs> What's going on there? Well, it's not like he was a strong... Oh, yeah, he was. Did something yeah. change down the years <laughs> who decided it, though? Did something change about no. who made the decisions? And when Just journalists, isn't it? It's journalists about Ballon d'Or, isn't it? Yep. Um, our third in 93. I know that that like there's a, a severe lack of United players in this. Beckham second in '99, disgrace. Which is I know that's a bugbear of us, but that's about it until you get to Ronaldo winning it in 2008. Click on 2008 in the corner, right? And it'll give you the full rankings of where everyone was. So remember how good Rooney was, Rio, Vidic, Scholes, all of them that season. Mm. You tell me where the next highest ranked United player was. Right, I'll let you guess. Right, so Ronnie yeah, won it. Be, it'll be Rooney Sorry, because he was again 2008. Yeah, 2008. Ronnie, Rooney. by the way, walked it, even it'll though he was up against Messi. It'll be Rooney, Rio Vidic. That'll be the order that they came in. Oh, my God, I've just seen something that's infuriating me. Right, okay, here's a question for you. <clears throat> Who's the next English-based player? It's Steven Gerrard, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Steven Gerrard, who won... This is what I'm saying. Fuck <laughs> all that, in 2008. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> United won the Champions League and the Premier League in one of the best teams ever. And Hell. Steven Gerrard... And this is why all of those individual honours are a load of old arse. He came 10th. Where did Rooney come? 13th. Was Rooney the next highest United player? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So give me the full 10. Who was the top 10? Right, so you've got Ronnie, Messi, Torres. Fernando this... Torres came fucking third. Oh, God, yeah, he's at Liverpool as well. Shit, I missed him. Fucking so, hell. When Liverpool used to say, oh, Steven Gerrard was playing with no one any fucking good. He's got people coming top three Ballon d'Or. Yeah, this yeah. Is, he's at Liverpool and he came third. Uh, Casillas, Zavit, Arshavin, David Villa, uh, Zlatan, Kaka. Adebayor comes ahead of Rooney. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm what the living well. fuck is this? Look, hang on a minute, though. In 2008, let's have a look. Did he win the League Cup with Spurs? I mean, he had a decent season, 24 goals in the league, but I don't think that warrants you being... Ahead of Wayne Rooney. Yeah, ahead of Wayne Rooney, um, who's just won the Champions League. Lampard's in the mixer. Well, of course he is, even though they lost the Fabregas is in the mixer, Drogba's in the mixer. Look, and then you have to get... At least Drogba came very fucking close to winning the league and, and Champions League that season, very close. Vidic came 21st. Yeah, and Edwin van der Sar came 20 fourth that's mad that that is a nonsense that that just shows you the, the biasedness a load of old arse against United yeah like the, Stephen Gerrard's ranking in, in all of that it's because people watch fucking highlights and because he has some Royal Rovers moment that th people think it eclipses him being shite for 80 minutes of most games yeah yeah 
That's they see it. those, and it's the same with John Terry. John Terry gets elevated because you see him making these blockbuster tackles. John Terry and Mika Richards are the same fucking player, mate. <laughs> Both of them just out of fucking position, <laughs> smash people, and then get a big fucking hoorah for it because they was in the wrong fucking spot. Whereas the likes of Michael Carrick and Rio, who are just staying on their feet, doing fucking intelligent shit, winning everything before them, never out of position, never putting a foot wrong, never having to fucking chase back and cover up for their fuck-ups earlier on, are getting misrepresented because pricks only watch match of the day. You're speaking nothing but facts. I can't argue with it. It is funny, though. There's individual awards bollocks. Michael Owen's got a Ballon d'Or. What am, I, what am I seeing? Yeah. It puts him in a seriously exclusive club. I know. It makes me laugh because all the scouts are going about Virgil Van Dijk coming second, don't yeah. they? Like, he came second by eight points or seven points, sorry, in 2009. So fucking what? Do you know what I mean? They always go on about that. No one's arguing, right, that Van Dijk didn't have an amazing few years. He did. Uh, a couple. A couple, yeah. He had two <coughs> very, very good years. Yeah. He's arguably <coughs> had more worse years than good years. He has. He's had more bang average years or, or okay years. Like, you're not at Southampton until you're 26 if you're smashing it. Do you know what I mean? No, you, you, like, your mates had two massive transfers by the time he was, what, 21? Went from West Ham to Leeds and Leeds to United. Do you know what I mean? Van Dijk was at Celtic to the to his early 20s and then gets to Southampton and then took a while to settle. Do you remember Marshall used to tear him a new one? So, like, I'm not obviously, you know, he kicked on from there, but... This whole idea that he's in a conversation for being the best in the Premier League ever. He came second in 1956. In 1956? Don't look. Duncan Edwards? Age 20 in defence. That's just... How fucking good must he have been? It's just crazy, isn't it? Am I right? No, it's 57. 57, Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, though, individual... And also, have you seen some of the voting? Have you ever actually looked at the voting? Look at don't, 99s, look at 99s, read 99s say, out. Don't say anything out loud because certain people come on this channel now and again and have been very supportive. Um, so no, it doesn't say, I mean like the actual journalist, it tells you who the journalists um, vote for. So you can get like the, the full breakdown. All right, no, just go on 99 and read it out from the top. Right, from 99, from the top, this is the Ballon d'Or list. Right, one, Rivaldo, this is a joke. He was a good player, but... Didn't get out of the group. Imagine getting not getting out of the group nowadays yeah. and winning the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah, it's nonsense. Uh, Beckham came second, Shevchenko third, Bat Stuart fourth, Figo fifth, Roy Keane sixth, Christian Vieri seventh, Veron eighth, uh, Raul ninth, uh, Lofa Mateus tenth, Dwight York eleventh, Yapstam twelfth, um, and then... Yeah, that's well. You go further down. You've got Andy Cole, bless him, got one vote. Um, Schmeichel got six. He didn't deserve them. Uh, Giggs got three. So there's a few. There's a smattering. Have a look at that. Just have a look at yeah, some yeah. of these. There's some fucking bananas ones that's in here. Go on. But no, when you go on it now, if you click on it or whatever, you go on the official. It shows you. The I was David Ginnell getting the same amount of fucking votes at Tottenham in '99 as Andy Cole in '99. <laughs> Who's wrote there and gone? Are you, are you voting for there, Jay? You cover England for for the company, so yeah. who you cover? David Ginola. <laughs> Sorry, what are you fucking on glue or what? What are you doing? <laughs> didn't he fin- didn't where did Spurs finish that season? Because didn't who he cares? Win- no, because didn't he win the the PFA, PFA Player, player of, the of the Year? Yeah, sorry, United have only won the fucking lot. Right, Worthington Cup as well, not even the Coca Cola Cup. Right, when he won, right, don't say anything, you. 
it's, right. not, it's got to be outside the top six looking at this. Right, no, right, just wait. <laughs> right, so in 99, David Ginola did the double. He won the PFA Player of the Year, right? <clears throat> United are the treble, and they... Don't uh, tell me we don't get fucking shafted when it comes to fucking awards. Right, the PFA, they obviously hey, get the players to vote. Got? So they, they've asked the players to vote. Who's been the best player you've seen this season? United won the treble, right? They went with David Ginola, right? The football writers, the journalists, who it's their job. They are paid to write about football week in, week out. They watched United do this historic treble. They chose David Ginola, right? Now, listen, you can be an amazing player. Dwight York had, I think, 24, 25 goals and 20 fucking assists. And yeah. it wasn't even United's best player. No, <laughs> right? You can have, though, right? We all know it. It can happen, yeah? You can have an amazing season in a team that doesn't quite live up to your standards, right? You can be... Are you going to say they finished 13th? There's two things I'm going to say to you. I'm going to quiz you. Right. David Ginola, who did the double. Best player in the league, according to his peers. Best player in the league, according to the football writers. Attacking winger. How many goals do you think he's banging in? Six. You're far too kind to him. No. Three. <laughs> Three Premier League goals in 30 appearances. Solskjaer did four in eight minutes. In every 10 <laughs> games, he'll pop up with a goal for you, right? He's got seven in all comps, if you care about that, right? But there you go, okay. So he wasn't... I'm going to need to talk to someone. He wasn't that productive. But maybe, you know, he did a bit of a madness for Spurs and he's helped them climb up that table and he's done a bit with them. Are the names there for who who voted for? I think they've Canola. all been sectioned now, so they've all been like, you can't get them. They're under lock and key. We'll find out. We'll do a bit of digging. Yeah. Um, Listen, I solved the battle with McCann case. I'll find out. Who's exactly. <laughs> Where did Spurs finish in this season? Where they the had way the you're best... going on, it's got to be ten four lower, man. It is lower. It's eleven. No, it's not. No, it's not. How the fuck? United get shafted. There's they no lost, two ways around it. They lost 13 games that season, Spurs. How many did they win? <laughs> they won 11. <laughs> a man who loses more games than he won has got a goal for every day of the week was the double winning football writers and PFA player of the year. I've had this argument on Twitter. I put it on Twitter once. It was like, I've never got over this. It's this case. And some people say, oh, Jay, he had an amazing season. Look what he did for Spurs. What did he do for him? They finished 11th. What did he do? What took him up? They would have finished 14th if it weren't for him. Meanwhile, yeah, the Red 7 Apes of Manchester. Do you know what I mean? Fucking winning the lot. And going to Juventus, the best team in world football, literally the the the, the same equivalent as as the 2008-9 Barcelona to 2011 Barcelona team, where it, an English team's never won in Italy. We go two 0 down after fucking what twenty minutes or something like that. It's over. It's game over. <laughs> Start the music. It's fucking done. And then we win. You know why? I've worked out why. Oh my I've god! I've worked out why he won these awards. And it's it's. Was it the advert? And do you know where all roads lead to? Rotterdam. They do. And do you know why this leads to Rotterdam very quickly? It was importing um, ease and cocaine allegedly from. No. That would have made more sense. What giving them to the people who voted for him? Yeah. No, because in '99, Dutch legend Johan Cruyff remarked that it was his belief that Ginola was currently the best player in the world. So you know, okay. a few journalists who are <clears throat> cool have probably heard that and gone, 
Oh yeah, do you know what? Yeah, yeah, I thought that as well. Must be No, it's not. That. United <laughs> win everything. Then you think that? That's because you're thick. People like me and Johan, oh we know the God. dance. It's actually the kid who's got three goals this season, and he took his team to eleventh. He's the he's the real genius in this. League. You have to lose more games than you win and get player of the year. How'd you finish eleventh? How'd you score the same amount? Do you know what? I'm going to do this. Right, I'm going to minute. Sorry, I know this isn't great watching um, me and Steve arguing stuff and waiting, waiting for me to do the uh, the, the search. One Google it. Yeah, um, but I need to do this right. So he scored three Premier League goals that season. Yeah, on his way to winning the double. Yeah. So it, it's a treble of sorts. He wins the football writers somehow, the PFA somehow, and then the behemoth of the Worthington Cup. Do you know who scored three goals that season? For United? Yeah. Irwin. No. Well, he did in all comms, but in the league. In the, who scored three goals for Manchester United in the league? We were talking about him earlier just before we went live. I think Patterson mentioned him. Is he gone? gone no. yeah. Ronnie Johnson. <laughs> Ronnie Johnson scored three, and it took him 11 games fewer than it took the double-winning well. David Ginola. I mean, that just says the Ailes, don't they? The Ailes have. It's not now they're trying to rewrite it. should say, well, Fergie weren't that good after all. Fergie weren't any good, and all the players only were any good because he was in a great team, but none of them were any good. That's what I mean. That's the argument, isn't it? Like, that is it. It's always like, the manager weren't any good, the players weren't any good, but they were on a great team. Okay, then, if it's a great team, which players in it are really good? None. Because Roy Keane wasn't good, he was just a thug. Paul Scholes was just a shit version of, like, <laughs> Lampard and Gerrard. Dwight Oates was just a pie animal. He was shit. Andy Cole, he needed, like, Darwin Nunes level of chances to yeah. score. Ryan Giggs was just a serial shagger. He never actually did anything on the pitch. David Beckham was just a celebrity. Yeah, he just wore a skirt. Yeah, Stammy, shit, yeah. he's fucking garbage. What's he going to yeah. fucking do? Dennis Irwin, he, he wouldn't last in a modern game. He's <laughs> he fucking mad. Gary Neville, how many times he won? Ten. Yeah, he's shit, though. That's the argument, isn't it? The argument so is, how did they win? They're just shit. They just won loads of trophies, <clears> scored <throat> loads of goals, beat all the best teams, won it in Europe. Won it in the Premier League every year, but they're all shit. And Fergie didn't know what he was doing. Even look at the difference of the treatment Ali got as a manager, and look at Frank Lampard now. Frank Lampard, right? You, or you, or me, could do the job he's done. Jay, I've got like, a literally, I can lose every game as a manager. Me and Ash, me and Ash have just put a petition together, so we want you guys to help us. We are offering our services to be the new Chelsea managers, joint like the Salford lads were, um, and he's only like. 98% of the reason is the severance pay. <laughs> but but we'll do it. And what I love about this as well is they've said they're going to stick with him to the end of the season. <clears throat> no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a game where they're getting absolutely turned inside out where Todd Booley comes out and sits on the bench second half and, oh. and Lampard's got a tactic. Yeah. It's like, you remember the Venkis at Blackburn? Uh, it's, it's, it's a crazier version of that. Yeah, because you know, you know why they sat Sam Allardyce? Because he had a personal allowance of chicken. And Mate, he was they were the chicken owners, weren't they? Yeah, they were the chicken owners. They was asking, uh, who's the fellow that was, Steve Keane? They was asking Steve Keane to go for board meetings in India. Yeah. Weekly. Yeah. Um, they... What? Training? Get a plane. Get a plane. Uh, Never mind class, Don't fucking think so. <laughs> Sit in the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking 10-hour flight, man. Yeah. <laughs> and we haven't got your baggage either. So you just got our luggage. Um, they bought Blackburn 
and were very proud of the fact they'd acquired a Premier League club, invited all their friends over for what would be the sort of the showpiece game for them to, to highlight how successful they were to their friends and colleagues over in India. And the game they chose was a game at the biggest stadium in the world, or one of the biggest stadiums in the world, the biggest stadium in the country, Old Trafford. So you're flying the mates over, in the box at Old Trafford, we've bought this club, bought Blackburn, and here we are playing Manchester United. Do you know what the score was? We put seven past them. We did indeed. It was 7-1 to Manchester United. <laughs> and they were fucking raging. And <laughs> so they decided, we're going to start the manager. <laughs> and that's what they did. And they sat Sam Allardyce, who was by far a better manager than Steve Keane will ever be, based on that result. And then Steve Keane, in between getting done for drink driving, took him down, eventually. Yeah, Dale was saying before, like, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer came second and third, right? That's mad, that, isn't it? In which the Scousers are telling you is some of the greatest era of Premier yep. League football ever, yep. right? Mm. They try and make the argument about all of these points. Yeah, Ole's finished second and third and he's shit. But in your dominant time, we finished above you as many times as you finished above us. I know. United's record, on like, if you look at, other than obviously not winning the title, and that's what counts, it's not that shabby when you look at it. Like, there's a few seconds in there and you think, okay, <clears throat> if you're going to make a big deal out of not winning the title, then United can do that. Yeah. But the trouble is, I don't make a big deal out of winning the title. We came second and third title, and decided that wasn't good enough. No. Right? And Oli, the, the way Oli gets treated is so overact. People act like he was Lampard. Yeah, big time. Big yeah, time. they do, don't they? Yeah, they do. Lampard's won one in 19. Oli won fucking 14 in the spin or something mad like that. Yeah. Scored more five nil games than, or five goal plus games than we'd had under like the three previous he, managers he did, combined. He, he did. The rec he broke two records, didn't he? I think it was most away. Moyes broke a lot of records, though. Yeah, that's that that's way. a very good point. Every week he broke a record. Yeah, he was David a record-breaking manager. David like, Four years since Swansea beaten United <laughs> Old Trafford. Thirty-seven years since Everton have won Old Trafford. Most fucking crosses without yeah. doing anything. We'll talk about that soon, Ashley Young. Yeah, honestly. We're the big one. Really? Whenever Lampard's got oh, sacked about. Oh, hang on. Don't read this out. But not only are we getting. Oh, go on. Just show him. There. Show it me and down. We, we won't say anything. Not only is it going to be fun, it's going to be fun. Get ready for this. If it's what I think you're hinting at there, or what you just said, I'll be amazed he's actually agreed to it. And then, you know that is, don't you? Yeah, yes. You bastard. That'd be fun, won't it? Oh, mate. <laughs> I can't believe you're getting him. Not the other one, the, the one that I love. <laughs> mate, I'm well jealous, honestly. Um, yeah, so looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to both of them for different reasons. It's going to be very, very funny. They're on together. Together? Yeah. Why? <laughs> what, sort of, what sort of madness is that? We're just getting them on together? Yeah, because we can. Fuck off. Oh, look <laughs> at me and mate, it's real. Oh, pathetic. Um, yes, Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> and people are already clocking. <laughs> <laughs> If he's clocked it, then yeah. There's a, th wow, there's a few good guesses in it, or po possibly good guesses. I don't want to give too much away. Um, yeah, yeah it's, Mike, it's Michael Knight. <laughs> he's going to tell us about his fucking bed hey, again. Got a lot to find that man for. His takeover. It's all dealt with. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> don't worry about that. He's already getting a billboard up saying that. I know. <laughs> all right, mate. Has he done any Alleg content? Allegedly, lately? allegedly. Allegedly. I've not seen any content from him lately, have we? I don't know. Maybe that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's lots of guesses. Some are good. Some I'm not going to read out because they're just, you know, 
they're not right. Um, what have you got going on anyway this weekend? Uh, are we not finished? What was, what was it talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, sorry. Talking about the fucking, yeah. Ollie. The way Ollie gets treated. Like, look at what fucking Lampard and Gerrard have just completely wished up. Aston Villa get a good manager in and go from relegation fodder to Champions League fodder. I don't understand how you, you can't acknowledge that or see that how poor they, they were. It's like... Or are. Or are. Like, I think Steven Gerrard will still get another job. A yeah, good job. I'm it, telling you... He was living the England job, like, fucking yeah. a month ago. Like, Unai Emery has just shown straight away that Steven Gerrard didn't know what he was doing. All he's got is bluster. Okay, he did well at Rangers, but come on. Oh, Jason. The, the, the big the difference, Remember though, is when... When, yeah. when Lampard... Remember when he stared at the crowd? Yeah, yeah. And all these yeah. tweets going around, look at him. Ah, it's cold and all that. <laughs> he stared at the crown on, on the way to his team losing again before he got eventually sacked. Yes, amazing. Yeah, I mean, how how can he... Uh, how can we, staring at the crowd? Yeah, how can we cope with such greatness? But even if you look at the way when Ali left and the reaction whenever Lampard left the job or when Gerard got sacked, the journalists, tend, especially the English journalists, they tend to kind of protect them as their mate, whatever, trying to get him a new job. Where is Ali? It's like he's never going to get a job again. What do you mean he's never going to get a job again? They said it on Talksport. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to employ Ollie now? Yeah. You're like, what? You're joking? Neil Warnock's got about fuck. He's got more clubs they than Tiger Woods. They wouldn't dare say the likes of that about Lampard or Gerrard. Wouldn't dare. Do you know what annoys me as well? Right, we're talking about football writers of the year awards. Yeah. In 2014, and I take no pleasure in saying this, <coughs> Yaya Torre had one of the best seasons anyone's ever had in the Premier League. He just did. It Unacknowledged. Was 20 goals from midfield. Took his team to the Premier League title when he looked out of it. Some might say that's more goals than Michael Owen got a Ballon d'Or for. Thank you. Right? Literally did. Any metric you want to use. And George Weir. He smashed it, right? Scored 20 league goals. Won the Premier League. Right? Absolutely smashed it. So you would think anyone who is paid money to report on football <laughs> would say, well, he's obviously been the best midfielder this year, hasn't he? What, what, he scored more goals and he's won more. You know, he's won the, the title. Yeah. So he must be the best midfielder. No. Who do you think they went for as the best midfielder? The football writers who are paid week in week out, best lots of or money. Best midfielder. Well, I'll give you the best. You can guess the best player, and then the best midfielder because uh, it's a, a proper scouts fest. It was Suarez and Gerard. Yeah. It? In 2014. Yeah. Gerard was not good in 2014. Uh, now, forgive me if I'm wrong, here, Stay. But I think I saw a, uh, a video of what he did in 2014. And I think it involved in him actually costing his side the title. <laughs> and they, th they said, oh, he's the best midfielder in the league. Over Yaya Torre, who unbelievable they have to PR. Give they yeah. have to give him something. As, uh, do you know what? Ha you know, I'm going to ask you a question. Actually, did Frank Woody's Lampard and Steven Gerrard take all the reporters in England out on a night out and film it? Yeah. What's he doing with that? No. Well, you know, that wouldn't be the most uh, outrageous suggestion. I'd do that manoeuvre. Uh, because it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what? That can't be right. I must be wrong here. What? No, I'm, I'm oh, right. Yeah, it's not got, he's, he's, like, Steven Gerrard did okay that season, but he cost him the title. And also, he scored 13 Premier League goals, cost him the title, and he took the penalties and all the free kicks, right? Yaya Torre scores 20 league goals, they win the title, and everyone who writes about football goes, nah, Gerard was better. It's just nonsense. Well, I tweeted a bit ago, innit? There was, uh, there was a highlights of um, Yaya Torre, and I quote tweeted it from Sky, and I said, this is what Sky Sports thinks Steven Gerrard was. Because it is. 
No. I said this today. Uh, the, uh, I said on the pod yesterday with Ash. Steven Gerrard just fucking sent it out 60 yard for a fucking goal kick with his fucking big over the top fucking punts. What did he do? Have you ever seen him control a game with tempo? No. Don't be silly. He was Royal the Rovers, right? He would charge about the place selfishly try and fucking score a winner. Sometimes he got it. Sometimes he did that. But it wasn't intelligent football. And like I said, people like to t- make out like, oh, Steven Gerrard just played in a shit team. Pepe Reina was a fucking hell of a player. People trying to compare fucking Carragher to the likes of, of Vinic and that. Sammy Hippie was the better out of them two as well, by the way. And he was a good fucking player. Xabi Alonso was a hell of a fucking footballer. Xabi Alonso was the best midfielder I've ever seen play for Liverpool. Fernando Torres and was a fucking on. serious striker. Yeah, the fucking fact that he came further, the bastard Ballon d'Or ahead of Wayne Rooney. Yeah. You can't tell me he was shit. You fucking pipe off the Ballon d'Or that much. No. Like, let's not pretend that that Liverpool team wasn't with any fucking merit. They act like it was Steven Gerrard and 10 lads from the pub. No, there was class players all over that pitch, unfortunately. And I take no pleasure in saying that, but there was. And Steven Gerrard has this thing where it's, you know, half man, half folk ballad, where everyone thinks he's some sort Just of nonsense. legend. Superhero, and, he, yeah. you know, he's not. He's like, he's for them he is, he did well. But Jordan when you're is. talking about the best midfielders the Premier League's seen, he shouldn't be in that conversation. Because no, the best midfielders win the Premier League. No, um, no United team has ever had a single sort of focal point like that. Well, in Premier League? Yeah, I would Cause say. Because you'd say, I know... Yeah, because before that, well, Robbo for a while. Self-centered prick. No, Self- no, like oh, yeah, self-centered prick. But like, there was a time when Brian Robson carried United in the eighties a little bit, but not like he didn't have the PR, and it was pre-Premier League, so people don't really know about it. And also, he's humble and would always, you know, compliment the team, and also made the players around him better as well. Stephen Gerrard, they call him Stevie Me for a reason. Yeah, do you know what I mean? That whole huddle speech, this does not slip, purely for the cameras. Absolutely meaningless. You've just finished the game. What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Go, go hydrate, lads. Yeah, what are you doing? We'll, we'll it's all the cameras are here. I need to look big and bad and show we'll, everyone I'm the leader. you need to say? Back to work Monday. That's it. Yeah. Back to work Monday. We've, not, we've got yeah. a job to do still. Did you ever see Roy Keane do The that? fact that he says, no. this does not fucking slip, and then slips. That's so <laughs> it's so <laughs> poetic. I yeah. haven't touched myself to it this week. Have you not? The week is still young. Yeah. Yeah. The week is still young. Uh, we've got some chats. Um, most overrated film, says Ethan. No, that's producer Overrated. He says, he says, mine's easily Forrest Gump. I don't know. Because it depends on where people rate stuff. I want to say Fast and the Furious because there's so many of them. They keep pumping them out, but I never enjoy them. Yeah, they, they milk that, don't they? Yeah. Like the that's not going to go down one of the comments. Yeah. Um, Mr. MT says, Toby Maguire, one of them. What are they called then? What is that? That's Hans, that, Jay. No, on the keyboard. Greater than. Right. Um, Toby Maguire greater than Harry Maguire and then a smiley face uh, I did see a gal who's been a member of the academy for 28 months says John Wick 4 is alright loads oh yeah uh, we've done that one sorry Tonias Fierce who's been a member of the academy for 21 months says why is everyone melting down from yesterday's results uh, we need to focus our frustration towards the leeches on top not the players and Eric Ten Hag top brew um, Derek Best says he's been a member of the academy for 28 months says I wish I had Jay's pettiness towards Michael don't like him now mainly because Jay's constantly made valid points about him keep it up boys up the effing reds do you know what made me laugh like so I saw something the headline Schmeichel questions United's leadership after the Spurs result oh there's that irony is dead in it hey I've heard it all now and I bet they were showing that article around the dressing room thinking we need to listen to this guy he's red through and through He's probably the second best keeper I've seen at United. I'd say more like I think he's mid twelve. But 
how much of a fucking weapon he was in Qatar. Mate, I love that. I love, right? Tell tell the story, because you, right, people don't know. I have this bit of a thing with Peter Schmeichel. Listen, I acknowledge he played very well for Manchester United. He did cartwheels in front of United fans when they beat us in the derby when he's playing for Manchester City, yeah? And Jay's not let go of it. No. And it was <laughs> 20 years ago, but I'm but still Do you know what, do you know Andy Cole played for Manchester City. Don't matter. And I will fight you to say he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Cole. No, he didn't, you fucking yeah. lying Stop bastard. lying. <laughs> Those photoshopped pictures I've seen, bought off. Yeah, so I've got no time pitch, man. I can't be doing with him. The guy, you know, I'm done with him. Um, so Steve's seen him in Qatar and he thought, a funny little Joe would be to send Jay a picture. So, of so I see Kaka. Yeah. Brazil have just gone out. Yeah. Kaka should be on his. Looked like he was about to be on his knees, but he was so fucking gracious and actually spoke to us about yeah. the game as well. Nice guy. Took a picture. You know, you know, enjoy the rest of your trip out here and all that. Um, and and he was happy days. And I seen Peter Schmeichel, and my idea was to go to him and say, "My mate Jay's your biggest fan." Can I have a personal mate? Hi Jay, how's it going? It's Peter Michael. And I thought, that's a fucking that's singer, good. isn't it? That's yeah. good. And I said, excuse me, Pete, can I get a picture? And he went, literally did this, he went. What, look round? Yeah. What I don't, for? I don't know what the fuck he was looking for. Well. So I sort of took a picture and it's, have you ever shown it yet? No, I don't think so. Cause it's not like, cause it's just like him like, and I was like, well fuck off then, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, see. Once a see you next Tuesday, always a see you next Tuesday, kid. That's what I'm going to say. Um, so he ruined that, didn't he? Ruined that joke. Right? I could have. Do you know what? If you sent Did me that nice message, glorious, that would I would have turned. Yeah, I would have converted to liking him. <laughs> That's all it takes. Um, Knights of Schmeichel was also blaming Martinez for De Gea not commanding his box. I just don't listen to the geezer. Um, Dale, thanks for coming on the brew. We covered some important topics there. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis. Um, and the, the Ballon d'Or in 1999, the Football Writers Association in 1999, the Football Writers Association in 2014. I don't think we missed anything out. Only if anyone's interested in what the thumbnail had on it, forget that. What was the thumbnail? I don't know. Was it something to do with Ericsson and Ganacho? Was it Ganacho? Oh, yeah, Ganacho signed a new deal and he's not going to the World Cup on the 20s. There you go, we covered that. Um, <laughs> Dale, where can people find you? You can find our stuff at strategynews.com. Just United Opinions and News and whatnot. When are you going back? Monday. Monday. What time Monday? It's five o'clock. See, a.m. or p.m.? P.m. Well, you could come in and do an actual show where uh, you can get to talk. That's right. Yeah. That's right. What time is that? You, is I you fly from Leeds, though. What oh, time? Right. Oh, you flying from five, Leeds? At five. At five. Together. You could come on the podcast. We actually talk about um, United, innit? We're talking about United. You got it wrong now. Right, yeah. We'll talk about United on a Monday. Um, and on a Friday, we try not to. We try not to. Me and him are in, we, me and him are in wind down today. mode, Suits as you may have, may have noticed. Um, but one thing we do appreciate is the fact that everyone joins in, everyone gets involved. Um, now there's about three people still well confused. I love that. I love it when when, when we had Brendan on the other week and people going, when are these lot going to talk about football? And this guy just got hammered. Mon Monday. Yeah, Monday. Like, <laughs> bro, <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So if you want to know about team and the takeover and all that jazz he's probably done about eight videos on it on his channel we've got videos on, it on our channel so go and check it out go and check out Stephen Allison TV and Paddock FC what you did this weekend yeah we're playing limb hopefully I mean we keep getting fucking limb. games limb mm. uh, we keep Very getting posh. games shit canned so I mean last one got done at midnight the night before I heard you, you didn't uh, is what happens with that if they cancel the game at midnight before are you allowed to say I think if it was us cancelled it we'd probably have the points docked yeah Anyone else seems to be fucking fair game. Funny enough, right? You reminded me of something. 
LBC messaged me last night when I was at Scotty's thing. Big shout out to my boy David Scotty's books out, Mancunians. Excellent interviews with me and him and a lot of more interesting people. Um, and they're like, can you come on LBC, Nick, for hour in the morning to talk about the, the you know, the rail strikes? Because there's going to be rail strikes for the FA Cup final. Oh, right, okay. I was but, thinking like... Yeah, but why Yeah, Jay, Jay's a train guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, if you want, why not? And they were like, well, what's your opinion? You know, you must be very angry about it. I said, not really. <laughs> what, what, this is the producer. She went, well, I said, well, for starters, I think anyone who's going to get a train when we're playing City in your cup final wants a red testing because it's going to kick right off. Also, as I well, was get a train. yeah, exactly. But you, you love all that. Um, also, I, you know, I'll be driving, so I'm not going to play. And more importantly, I think you've got to stick with striking workers. I think you know, too many fat cats making loads of money. And I know there's this whole pipeline that they're all on 60 grand a year, but I've got mates that work for railway and they're not at all. And I think we have to stand in solidarity with workers and that's what Manchester United was all about. We're a working club and I think as a working socialist class club. fan, yeah, as a socialist fan, uh, as a socialist club, but you know. And not only that, formed from a railway workers, Jay. Thank you. Um, I got her, she said, all oh, right, okay, yeah. So uh, you'll be on next show at seven in the morning. I got a text about an hour later. Uh, thanks for everything, but we don't need you. Because you're not towing the party line <laughs> yeah. off. Well, yeah, mate, where's my fucking train? Uh, man, he's train <laughs> drivers. <laughs> train drivers, earning big dough and that, and you know what I mean? You know what I mean, Nick? Need to sort it out, man. When she's seen that, I need to give him, get a grip of him. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there. Um, yes, thank you. Thanks to everyone who got involved. Dale, thanks. Looking forward to seeing you. your stuff on Straight News. Go and check out Straight News. Great mixture of opinion and some credibility as well, like some sites. Uh, you've got some good journalists there. Uh, let's go and check them out. You know where to find him, Stephen House on TV. What is it, five o'clock something now? Have you got something just gone out? Uh, video with me and Ash just gone out on five. Are you messing about again? Or is it? Yeah, we're messing about. Um, we genuinely pitched for the Chelsea job, though. <laughs> okay, there's some seriousness there. That's a genuine pitch of like, um, we'll come and manage Chelsea. Trying to get Gareth Bale to uh, teach us to play golf. <laughs> I asked him an award last night. You are, sorry? Ash gave him an award last night. Really? I don't know what award. <laughs> um, Ash was presenting an award to him last night at some fucking do I didn't get invited to. So um, there's that. But yeah, figured out Ash can't play golf. I can't play golf. Gareth Bale fella can play golf. Yeah. Come teach us how to play golf. Can you teach Macca as well? Because he's got the Andy Cole golf day and he's never played golf. He's not going to get it. Right, okay. <laughs> these, these, these fucking Tory pricks played golf for fucking 25 years, I know. right? I know. And are still shit. I know. Am I going to teach Macca, who's too stoned to fucking have a, any idea what I'm talking about, <laughs> what's going on in, in what, a, a day? No. <laughs> Mate, I keep seeing anyway. how he gets on, like, I'm not started yet. Oh, better hurry up. But anyway, yeah. Um, go and check out Steve. Go happy Gilmore it in it. <laughs> yeah, massively. Uh, I'm with Jay. This has been the Brew. Don't forget to hit like, share, and subscribe. And a big thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring this. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network.